At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Support for WABE comes from Capital Good Fund, introducing Georgia Bright Solar Lease Program, a new rooftop solar initiative designed to create pathways to equitable and inclusive solar, sustainability, and monthly savings for Georgians. Learn more at georgiabright.org. For Monday, June 12, 2023, it's The Brief from WABE. I'm Marlon Hyde. Over 1,500 Georgians with Medicaid are losing their insurance. This is as the state reevaluates everyone on the program for continued coverage. Jess Mador reports. In what's being called the Medicaid unwinding, the federal government is giving states until next summer to recertify all Medicaid recipients. Almost 3 million people in Georgia use Medicaid or Peach Care for Kids. And for months, advocates have sounded the alarm that many could be cut off for problems like missing renewal notifications, despite remaining eligible. Now, new state data show almost 1,600 people have lost coverage so far. Officials say this is because they failed to respond or didn't provide requested information. Anyone found ineligible for continued coverage can appeal. State workers should connect them to other coverage options, too, including the federal health insurance marketplace found at healthcare.gov. Jess Mador, WABE News. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation is looking into the 45th officer-involved shooting so far this year. As Shemaine Cruz reports, the number is down from 58 this same time last year. Georgia saw a record number of officer-involved shootings in 2022. Halfway through the year, about 44% had been fatal. The same is true this year. GBI says police shot and killed a 33-year-old man over the weekend while responding to a domestic dispute call in Marietta. Earlier this year, it was a 78-year-old man from Coffee County. He was the oldest person shot by police. The youngest is a 17-year-old from South Fulton, though that incident was not fatal. Overall, the GBI is inspecting only three shootings that involve Atlanta police officers and two that involve Georgia State Patrol, which does not issue body cameras. Shemaine Cruz, WABE News. Georgia politicians are again facing the wrath of former President Donald Trump. As WAB's Raul Bally reports, it comes as Trump spoke at the Georgia GOP convention over the weekend and just days after he was indicted again. The former president took shots at several officials, including Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who's investigating Trump for alleged election interference in Georgia in 2020. Lunatic Marxist District Attorney of Atlanta who they say is coming after me over a perfect phone call. That phone call was in January 2021 between Trump and Georgia's Secretary of State. We talked. I talked about how I thought the election was rigged, how I thought it was terrible and everything else. Brad Rathensberger was on the line. And a whole team. In that call, Trump asked Raffensperger to find votes for him to win Georgia in 2020. Trump did not directly mention Governor Brian Kemp, who skipped the convention and recently called out Trump on social media. Here's Georgia Republican Party committee member Scott Jackson of Forsyth County. I feel like they kind of need each other. I think Kemp, 
he, he's he's going to go further. He's not going to just be governor. Maybe uh, Senate. I know that's been rumored. And of course, Trump wants to be president. He needs Georgia to be delivered. Republican candidates for President Asa Hutchison and Vivek Ramaswamy also appeared in person at the convention. Raul Bally, WABE News. A handful of rural Georgia communities are getting money to help expand high-speed internet access. The federal government and the Georgia governor's office both announced grants today. White House Infrastructure Advisor Mitch Landrew says good internet isn't a luxury. Um, for all Americans, the internet is an essential tool to access education, health care, and jobs. Too many are left without high-speed internet because of access, cost, or lack of skills. Uh, in rural America, high-speed internet can connect people to opportunities that are miles or even states away. The federal government is giving a grant to Pembroke Telephone Company near Savannah to expand internet access in its area. Governor Brian Kemp announced four grants for providers in South Georgia. Domestic travel for those who identify as LGBTQ is getting more dangerous. That's according to the national advocacy group, the Human Rights Campaign. The organization just launched a database that warns LGBTQ people about those risks state by state. WABE's Jim Burris spoke with HRC's Jay Brown about how it came together. We had more than 525 anti-LGBTQ bills introduced across 41 states this session, and now we've got more than 75 new laws in place. This is also a time when one in five hate crimes in this country are hate crimes against LGBTQ plus people. We felt responsible for making sure that we sent an alarm signal to our community and to those who care about us, especially as we head into the travel season this summer. How do you all decide kind of that threat level state by state? I really do think it's a dizzying patchwork of discriminatory state laws now that folks are trying to just keep track of. I'm a trans man and I work here and I have a hard time now knowing which state I can go to the bathroom in public. So one, we wanted to make sure that it was very clear what the state of the law was as folks navigate where they are living or where they are traveling to. And two, these policies don't happen in a vacuum. This violent rhetoric that is associated with the policies have repercussions even in the safest places. Uh, this week we saw a violent uh, protest with Proud Boys in California at a school board meeting where the school board was just passing a resolution for pride. But this landscape of anti-LGBTQ laws and the rhetoric that surrounds it makes, makes the country unsafe for LGBTQ people, frankly, wherever we are. Is it surprising because it just seems like there have been so many years of progress within the community how many steps back has the community taken? Ultimately, it's because we are winning and because actually the, the timeline doesn't look good for them. Young people, Gen Z and millennials, are overwhelmingly supportive of LGBTQ plus rights, as are, frankly, most Americans. This is really a last gasp at, at trying to undermine our rights. But in the long term, it's not a winning strategy. And, and frankly, even when you get to the elections, it's not a winning strategy. This rapid onslaught of anti-LGBTQ uh, legislation, did HRC see it coming? You know, we have seen every year for the last five or so years, more and more anti-LGBTQ bills being introduced at the state level. This is a cynical political attack on our community, um, and uh, we really need more allies to join the fight to, to stop it. I, next year cannot be worse than this year. 
when you call on allies, um, can you infer from that that um, there are people sitting on the sidelines, kind of sitting this out? The majority of Americans support LGBTQ people's rights across a wide range of issues. But unfortunately, they are being too silent as these issues sort of unfold. You, you know, school board meetings are being attended uh, by uh, anti-LGBTQ forces and not enough folks are speaking out from the pro-equality lens and in, in conversations with family members, with friends, and, and frankly, in picking up the phone and talking to lawmakers and, and telling them to stop this. So those are just some ways that I think allies could be stepping more into this. Do you all foresee this as temporary? And if so, how do you decide when to lift kind of um, this blanket warning? It's going to be a patchwork of laws. It's going to be a patchwork of legal cases that folks in our community are going to have to navigate, frankly, for years to undo the harms of what has happened over the course of the last uh, six months. Um, so unfortunately, this warning is, is in effect now, and, and I don't see a, a quick horizon for undoing it. How does HRC see Georgia in relation to uh, the scope of things across the nation? In Georgia, we have a gender-affirming care ban, and we have a sports participation ban on trans youth that passed this year. There's a real sense of, I have to figure out if I'm going to stay and fight these laws, or if I need to move my family out of the state, or if I, as a, as a LGBTQ person, need to get up and leave. So I think there are families all across the country who are making these very tough decisions. And there's no right or wrong on, on making those decisions. And my heart is, is breaking for the folks who are in that situation. The Human Rights Campaign's Jay Brown, thanks so much for talking to us this afternoon. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jim. You can find more reporting from this series at wabe.org slash beyondpride. That's it for The Brief. You can find more local news at wabe.org. Christopher Alston is our producer. Melissa Fato is our editor. I'm Marlon Hyde, Amplifying Atlanta. It's 90.1 WABE. Sounds Like ATL is a music documentary series that takes an in-depth look at the artists amplifying Atlanta's famed music community. Built around a desire to highlight Atlanta's diverse and world-renowned music scene, each episode features unforgettable, intimate musical performances by fresh new musical guests, each with exclusive interviews about the stories behind their music. Listen at wabe.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Ever wondered where to find the best dumplings in town? Curious about Atlanta's obsession with lemon pepper? Join us on Savory Stories, a new podcast as we uncover the untold tales behind Atlanta's culinary scene. From the roots of your favorite dishes to the creators that bring them to life, we're diving deep into the heart of the city's food culture. Listen to Savory Stories at wabe.org slash podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. W-A-B-E. 